Welcome everyone to the Hotel Nerd Network brought to you by Anchor. What's Anchor you say? It is an easy way to make a podcast like this one for free. That's right, I said it, for free. But not only that, you can record from the comfort of your home, on the PC, or on the go with your phone. They have everything you need to make a podcast in one place. The best feature is that they even distribute the podcast for you on multiple platforms, so you don't have to stress on getting your content out there for the world to hear. If you're looking for a free and easy way to make a podcast, download the Anchor app on your mobile device or go to anchor.fm to get started. Now please sit back and enjoy the show. Hey everyone, uh, sorry for the late video for Ranger Cafe episode uh, 4, sorry I had to look at my notes there for a second, uh, it's been a long day, um, but as always, powered by Poddex, if you want to check them out, I'll put the link here uh, in the banner below, and please, the easiest way to do this is just to go and um, just go to poddex.com and just use redeem code NERD21. Uh, it's the easiest way to support the channel. Also, if you want to help support the channel, another way to do it is through Anchor. Uh, if you go and you find me on Anchor, uh, you'll find a link that you can send donations to. You can also even send me voice messages if you want uh, through Anchor. And uh, you can also do hotelnerd.live. That's how you can do it through Streamlabs. And you can send questions in that way, and I will answer them as I do videos. So, with all of that housekeeping out of the way, I would like to say uh, we're going to welcome a guest here. His name is Cody. Welcome, Cody. Hello, guys. This has been a few weeks in the making. The first time we tried to do this, uh, weather got in the way. So, or as you said in the preamble, uh, Mondo got in the way. <laughs> so, I like the Mondo one better because it plays in with the Ranger thing. <laughs> so, being that we tried to get you on initially for week one of the tournament, which was also our first episode. Uh, mm-hmm. What do you think of how things have been faring up so far? Well, I believe uh, things are uh, progressing very well, and I am surprised that we actually have uh, in space versus Lost Galaxy. I never well, I not see that. And <laughs> then we have uh, Dino Thunder versus, trying to remember here, uh, Time Force. Mm-hmm. Now, that would be an epic battle, in my opinion, because you got, uh, obviously, the OG, Tommy Oliver, on the team. And then you have them, though, as uh, two best friends, who, who's best friends with uh, is, obviously, Wesley Collins. So it would be a friend versus friend. So that would be interesting to see. And now when it comes to In Space vs. Lost Galaxy, they obviously, you know, they were, they had that episode, you know, to the 10th power on Lost Galaxy. Yep. And the funny thing is that you never, I mean, we saw Mike, the MAGA Defender, but, but the thing is, though, we never got a chance to see Zane in action. But then I did a little research, can find out, though, he was still on the planet KO-35 helping them rebuild the colony. Yeah, I believe they briefly touched that um, in the first episode of the two-parter, I believe. Yeah, they said he was, like, out doing a mission or something. That's what they said. Yeah, something along them lines. Just the the throwaway lines so he wasn't there. But, yeah, we've had some interesting matchups this go-around with doing the averages from last year. Uh, the one that really sticks out to me was the um, 
uh, Ninja Storm, Dino Thunder. Because they're they're back to back seasons, and In Space and Lost Galaxy are also back to back seasons as well. So we're getting a lot of back to backs here, and uh, the MMPR matchup seasons three and one. Those those were my highlight matches so far this season for this tournament. Anyhow, yeah, the highlight one for me was the Ninja Storm versus Dino Thunder. Like you said, you know, back to back seasons they teamed up. You know, they you know they were trying to defeat Lothor Megzagog, but. But then they turned, but then now they're trying to, you know, face each other. It's like, uh, do I really want to fight these guys? Even though they're, I mean, because when they, you know, when they turn evil Ninja Rangers by Lothor's power, they still kick Dino Thunder's butt. And that's, out, and that's without the aid of Trent and Tommy. <clears throat> so if the three originals can beat if the three original uh, Storm Rangers can beat the three original Dino Thunder Rangers in a, in a battle but then if you throw in you know Dustin and I mean not Dustin uh, Hunter Blake and Cam in the mix then you throw in Tommy and Trent then the only, the only way I could think of that Dino Thunder would actually have an advantage over Ninja Storm was if, if they were to activate Super Dino Mode. But then you can have uh, Connor becoming the Jurassic Ranger, and then to counteract that, Shane would have to use his Battleizer to, to combat that. <laughs> so in my opinion, though, they would be almost even, if not both of them wiping each other out. Do you think that the right now, team won this matchup? With Dino Thunder stomping Ninja Storm 94-30? to 30? Uh, Yes, I believe they did win that because, like I said, you know, they got Super Dino mode, they have Tommy Oliver, the, o- the, the OG, and because he's Basically, he's been around the bush. He knows planning. He can be strategic. He can plan out the right form of attack. So the so that way, in my opinion, that way, Dino Thunder had a little bit of a advantage over Ninja Storm because Tommy's basically been around the bush a few times. He's faced Rita. He's faced Zed. He's faced Mondo. He's faced Divatox. And currently in that season, he was facing Mezagog. So he. You know, it's not his first barbecue, so to speak. So he knows what to do, though, in that kind of situation when it comes to fighting evil rangers or good rangers, especially ones that have been turned evil, because he knows that quite well, especially with the Green Ranger powers. And, <laughs> and in my opinion, this word advice, if you ever see uh, Space of the a little bit of a funny thing. If you're ever around JDA, Jason David Frank, and you bring a candle around him, if you bring a green candle around him, he's he gets that oh crap look. <laughs> because I did that because I was at a Comic Con uh, a few years <coughs> back when JDF was there. And I was dressed up as a an apocalyptic Punisher. I know, not Punisher related, but anyway. Next thing you know, I, I walked up to him, and I said, uh, "Hey, Tommy, I got a present for you." And he goes, "Oh, what 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 is it?" And I pulled out the green candle, and he's like, "Did Rita sent you?" <laughs> And I go, yes, Tommy. She sent me after you. Uh-oh. Mondo's striking again. Yeah, I did. Mondo, please fix your spark plugs. There we go. Mondo struck again there for about 30 seconds. Hey, King Mondo, I think you need your uh, spark plugs fixed. 
and uh, yes, I so I lit the green candle right in front of him. He starts melting. It's <laughs> like so, no, the powers are leaving me. Somebody help! And it's a good thing though, even Joe Johnson, aka Kimberly Kim Hart, was there next. You know, she comes over and blows out the green candle. It's cool that they play into that though. Yeah, it is. And now she was like, what do you think you're doing trying to harm my Tommy? I was like, excuse me, you wrote him the letter? She goes, oh, wait, I did. Sorry, Tommy. And he goes, why did you write me a letter? The whole group there at Comic Con I was with, they started busting up laughing. I haven't made it to a Comic Con yet. I do want to get there, though. Yeah, I mean, I've met some I met some Rangers. Obviously, you know, Jason David Frank and uh, Amy Joe Johnson. And I have also met uh, Jason Font, Wesley Collins. The three, the three that I want to meet are the three that helped me with my son when we were raising money to get uh, an autism service dog. And that's uh, David Fielding, Mm -hmm. uh, Jason David Frank, Mm -hmm. and Austin St. John. Those were the three that stepped up and they got the word out and helped us raise a little bit of money to get the service dog. Oh, that's that's awesome. It wasn't much, but it, it, it meant everything to us for the fact that, I mean, they didn't have to. Goes to show you, if you believe in the power, the power will protect you. So, uh, anyhow, digressing from the rabbit hole, um, what did you think of our quarterfinal matchups here? With the first one being in space versus SPD, one versus nine. And first off, before we get to that, what do you think of in space actually struggling this year? Like, I, not just a little bit. I mean, they're getting thumped. I mean, they're getting they're getting their butts kicked, but yet they're still somehow stick, sliding by. It's, I mean, because I expected the in space crew to wipe the floor with SPD, and they only beat them fifty five to thirty nine. Yeah, and I was kind of thinking, you know, SPD would, you know destroying space, but guess not. I mean, I have a I have a detailed um, here, I'll pull it up here real quick. I have a detailed uh, Excel sheet going here right at the moment, which I gave you a glimpse of. Mm-hmm. I guess it's a lot of numbers, but uh, like, take where is it? Right here is in space. Number seven on our list. So compared to this time, I mean, mind you, if they can make through the semis and then the finals, their numbers will go up. But last year, we had 356 total votes for them. This year, there's only 137 total as of right now. Dan, they're basically a third of what they were. And... Our number two team from last year was Dino Thunder, and they only lost by one point last year, and they're up to 195 to this point right now. So they're gaining ground, and that's almost a 60-point spread right there between Mm -hmm. one and two from just two seasons. So they're in space is getting handed to them right now by Dino Thunder for the looks of it. Yeah, they are indeed. And just to simplify it a little bit more, let me bring this back here a minute. I have this broken down into word format as well. That's how I did it first before I started populating it into. Um, 
Excel. So we go up here. So here's in space the Dino Thunder, 356 to 355. So in space mm -hmm. one both the bracket and the overall vote from last year. Hmm. And now this year, as of right now, Dino Thunder is in the lead with 195, Jungle Fury is 161, and they're eliminated. And space is 137. Hmm. So that's a hell of a drop. Yeah, it is. I knew in space was struggling and until I started to put the numbers together I didn't realize how bad in space was struggling this year yeah because usually normally in the in space season is usually very popular so I'll be curious to see if Lost Galaxy might beat them I haven't looked uh, since this afternoon to see how Lost Galaxy's doing against in space, but I mean, if I was judging, I feel like Lost Galaxy might pull an upset here. Yeah, I think they will too. Let me see. It's, the, light, it's, it's the lights of Orion that gives them the edge. I'm going to pull that up right now. curious right now. I want to see how they're faring against each other. Most recent by me. Power Rangers in Space versus Lost Galaxy. Well, Lost Galaxy isn't doing too hot. Ooh. Uh oh. 32 to 8 right now. Uh... If that's just football, they're getting creamed. Yeah. <laughs> well, like they, need a few, they, need a, they need a few more touchdowns and a couple of uh, field goals, and they'll get it. Let's see how what the Time Force Dino Thunder matchup looks like. Oh, we got an upset in the making here. Time Force is beating Dino Thunder 28-16. to 16. Holy crap! Yeah. That's insane. <laughs> I didn't expect that one. Um, neither did I. Can <laughs> you say, uh, ay ay ay? So just to recap our quarterfinals, so that way we can move on to uh, Dino Fury here. Uh, in space, beat SPD, the number one versus the number nine, 55-39. Jungle Fury lost to Lost Galaxy, 39-85. That was 12-4. and four. So now we have the one and four going against each other, and we just updated that score. And Time Force versus Mighty Morphin Season 1. So that was 3 and 6. 51 to 35 for Time Force. Ninja Storm and Dino Thunder, you're 10 and 2. 30 to 94. Which, those are the numbers I'm used to Dino Thunder putting up. Those are also the numbers I'm used to In Space putting up. Hmm. So that gives us our three and two, which we also just updated the score on those. Both uh, of which the voting ends at midnight Sunday morning, and because I'm going to be out of town, everything's going to be delayed until Monday. So episode five of um, Ranger Cafe won't be out until Monday. It'll probably be recorded. I probably will not do that one live. Ah. So. 
just as a programming note, if anybody's looking for this on Sunday at 8 o'clock or Sunday when I get home from work, it, it ain't happening. Uh, if it does happen Sunday, it'll be by a complete miracle. So, <clears throat> just be aware of that. <coughs> so, and as I said, semifinals has already started and votes are being tallied and the final vote will be completely tallied on the 28th and it will be the 29th if I'm remembering, yep, 29th will be Monday and I will get the results out then so but yeah that be our tournament update I think this one's going a lot better than last year. We're getting a lot more votes this year, it feels like, than what we did last year. I'm actually going to total all the votes up from the two seasons and see if this year we had more turnout. So I'll be curious on that one. Just can't wait to see the results. All right, now on to our main topic. Let me get rid of the screen here. Back to us. And let's talk Dino Fury episode four. We finally get green and black. What do we yes, think of Finally. I say the Black Ranger, I mean Oh we have we have somebody watching and we have a comment here before we get into that. Alright. Prediction is Time Force will take Force it. Will take it. Are we talking Time Force will take the tournament or Time Force will take Dino Thunder? Because if you're saying Time Force will take Dino Thunder, right now I am very heavily in the realm to believe you. Because they're spanking Dino Thunder right now. <laughs> I agree with that. I mean, I guess you can say there's an argument to be had that they could take a run at the title. Depending on there. If, if Lost Galaxy gets, I mean, hell, in space isn't that strong this year. So they could throw in space on its head. Lost yeah, Galaxy, be, I think if you go up against Lost Galaxy, Time Force wins it hands down. Not even a question. Yeah, then Time Force, they'll be the new Power Rangers champions. And they're saying that they believe that they're going to take the whole thing. I say there's a about a 75% chance that you might just be right. I agree with the Facebook user. I don't know why it's coming up Facebook user either. That's kind of annoying. Let me see if I can find that here in the normal chat. And of course it's not going to show up for me. So... Eh. Whoever you are, Facebook user, just know that we're agreeing with you. <laughs> mm hmm. We agree with you. <clears throat> and I will figure out why StreamYards is doing that because that shit's going to piss me off. It's Carl. Okay, must be my cousin. Unless there's another Carl in the group that I'm not aware of. Which it probably is because it's Facebook. So, anyhow, moving on. Episode four: Green and Black join the team. First off, can I say their introductions were pretty, pretty amazing? Honestly, yeah, for Power yes, Rangers they actually. Leaders, it they was did more, the some of the better entrances. They did the intro to them in the most. More phenomenal way that you could you you could come up with. It felt natural. It mm -hmm. wasn't like oh, boom boom. Here's two more people. It was like oh, you you're going for a job that um, Zaito is going for, and Zaito has to interview this other person, and uh, you. And just happens to be his sister, which you all, they don't know until towards the end of the episode. But it's just 
And then on top of that, they tie it in to where the uh, park ranger is their stepdad. So it all kind of comes full circle. And why do I, I mean, hope I'm wrong on this theory because the park ranger dude's okay. I really hope that he's not the gold ranger. <laughs> I really hope he's not because generally when they introduce somebody that quickly in the episodes and they make them relevant like that, that's generally how it goes. And I really hope that's not the case here. Yeah, per se. I agree with that. I mean, I, I I agree with you. I hope you and I both are wrong on that. Hopefully, he does not become the Gold Ranger. Yeah, even uh, my cousin once said, how is he not a Ranger already? He's facing the monsters in civilian mode. How is he not a Ranger? And I'm like, oh, and that thought never popped in my head. It's like, oh, shit, they're going to make it the Gold. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yep, and uh, and I and what's really cool though, when when Izzy morphed into the Green Ranger, I loved how she just took that green skirt and just ripped it off. Yeah, which I mean, it it's clever so that way they don't have to use they don't have to redo all the Sentai fight scenes. Exactly. It's a nice, it's a very super easy, cheap way to just explain it away. Yeah, but it's like, we've used extra footage, let's just do something more original. Okay, we're going to use five minutes of you in a skirt, and then from there, fuck it, move on. Yeah, but when she did that, I was like, Wow. You go, girl. It's <laughs> <laughs> the first time, though, in the history of the Power Rangers that a female ranger actually rips off her skirt. Yep. You know, and it's and totally then, fine. I mean, it, I mean, if you look at I mean, when MMPR when they originally came out, the only ranger that had the skirt was Kimberly. Yep. But Trini, you know, she didn't have a skirt. But then when they did uh, Zio, both of the girls had skirts. And then and in Turbo, the only one that had the skirt, I mean, yeah, bo- both girls, I believe, had the skirts. I don't know. I didn't pay attention to Turbo. Turbo is a block memory for me. Yeah, the only issue that I had with Turbo... Turbo Turbo completely lost me when they had to make the... the, where the Divatox had the brainy idea to, let's bake the Power Rangers into a pizza. That's what Turbo means. I I was done. I left Turbo until the finale. I didn't watch anything from that episode to the finale. Yeah, see, when I watched, when I saw that, I'm like, was the producer and director on crack smoking something when they were making that episode? <laughs> I was like, damn. Consider the fact that the Sentai was a parody of Sentai. Mm-hmm. So Saban went and adapted a parody of a Sentai about Sentai into an American Power Rangers series. Mm. Just let that sink in for a minute. Brief. Yeah, there you go. There it is. <laughs> as, uh, as the famous words of Charlie Brown, good grief. Not one of Saban's brighter moments. Mm-hmm. That, that, that falls in the realm with uh, the Ninja Turtles series. Oh, God. The episode Shell Shocked. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I got a feeling that people are remembering that episode for In Space, and that's why In Space is losing as badly as they are right now in the tournament. I blame that episode. 
that that episode and Andros basically killing Zordon. <coughs> I mean, yeah, granted, I see the way you know he had it, that was the only way you know he could stop all the monsters from all all across the universe. But good grief, you could think could have thought of something better because that episode made every I mean, good lord, I'm 30 years old. Every time I see that episode, I freaking cry. I'm like, no, Zordon, no! No! The even most saddest moment in the history of Power Rangers and Nuts. Now, see, I... If Kendricks would have stayed dead in Galaxy, I would have said that would have been the saddest moment, but considering that she comes back in the end and they completely undo it... Mm-hmm. I, I feel like that had more gravitas to it than... Um, Zordon dying because Zordon was always ahead in the tube. Hmm. Where yeah. the ranger that died to save another ranger, you got a connection with that person because it's. I'm mean, not saying that Zordon's not a person, but she was tangible. Zordon was yeah, at a time warp. Yeah, it just tugs right there at your heartstrings. And then you come to find out the backstory of why they did that, it makes it even more powerful. Yeah, she was diagnosed with leukemia, I think it was. A, some kind of cancer, I want to say it was leukemia. I think we're right on that. I'm not, I, I don't remember, but I do know it was some sort of cancer, which is why they wrote her out of the show. Which, I mean, kudos to Saban for doing that. Saban has a really bad history with Ranger actors, but... When it came to nitty gritty, uh, it um, definitely was a very smart move on his part. Not to mention the fact it was just a very human move on his part to let her sail off into the sunset and take care of her business. Yeah. And so that they caught I... it so early, she was able to come back. Yeah, so, for I think it was like the last episode of the whole entire season. Yeah. Because she shows up there on Miranoi and goes, it took you long enough. Mm, it's like... Kendricks? How? But then... Maya, who is there on Miranoi... They, uh, she said that the Quasar Saber, when put together, have unique abilities. So that's how Kendrix was able to return after the evil was destroyed. Yeah, which was a nice in-universe explanation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just like when, uh, just like in Dino Charge... When a keeper said that when you put all ten energy gems together, they could rewrite time and space. Mm-hmm. Which is how we got the weird ass ending the Dino Charge that we got. <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking. What? Yeah, the Dino Charge ending doesn't quite make sense to me either, and I watched it about four or five times trying to understand. Hell, I even watched it drunk once to see if I could understand it, and I still don't get it. Yeah, see, when they did that, I'm thinking... It was way too convoluted. They didn't have to make it that complicated. And then when they finally explained off that, Dino Charge is in its own separate universe now. I was like, thank you. Now we really don't have to worry about any ramifications. (laughs) Yeah, because then with that, you know, being in its own, you know, universe and everything like that, doing that happened, makes you kind of wonder, though, so they did, you know, the whole episode, you know, Dimensions in Danger in uh, Ninja Steel. So it makes you kind of wonder if that happened in that dimension, could there have been an aftershock to other universe, Ranger universes? It would have been interesting to see if they would have used that as a catalyst to trigger Shattered Grid. 
Yes, and uh, speaking I mean, of Shattered Grid... You could, you could have made the argument that that was the catalyst that catapulted Shattered Grid into existence. It's a stretch, but you could. Yeah, it'd be a very interesting prelude. Yeah, because I've heard some, some. I mean, I've even I've even heard a rumor that in Dino Theory, in Dino Fury, that they're um, thinking about bringing back a former OG Ranger. Yeah, and the and, one that I've been hearing everybody heavily um, theorizing that it's going to be, uh, and it would be great if it's him. It really would be totally amazing if it was him considering all of the shit that he went through and that was Billy that's the one I've been hearing a shit ton of rumors about I've heard Billy and there's another person and he's been a lot more active talking about Power Rangers lately too yeah see I've even I've even heard the rumor that even Jason might return yeah but I don't think that would have like the the oomph to it because they just did that last year for Beast Morphers. That either that either him or it'd be kind of cool though to see. I'd Zach like to see Zach. Morph back in action. Yeah, I'd like to see Zach come back. Zach was pretty yeah. pretty sweet with his uh, beatbox karate stuff. Whatever the hell yeah, it's called. Yeah, he, yeah, he called. I, I don't. I, I think he called it. Um, beat. I think he called it rat foo. I think. Yeah, something, something along what? those lines. Don't mind me. I just took myself off camera for a minute. All right, you're fine. Yeah. Then, uh, yeah, because uh, I even heard that a rumor that they maybe bring him back in original Megazord back too, though, to help them one time. That would be interesting. I wouldn't mind seeing the OG Megazord back. Uh, the OG Megazord was destroyed, if you remember, because it was transformed into the Thunder Megazord. And the Thunder Megazord and the Tiger Zord was destroyed in the, uh, they were, when Rita uh, used five more monsters to destroy them. That's right. You're, you're right. I forgot about that. And uh, the I heard the rumor that it's actually going to be yeah, because I never did destroy him. No, because uh, which means that Tommy it, it'll it, be Tommy. It has to be Tommy that's coming back then. If they're bringing Dragon Sword back, it has well, to. Be well, because if you do remember correctly, and don't get me wrong, I like Tommy to come. I like that Tommy comes back. I like that he comes back a lot. Give somebody else something to do. It doesn't always have to be Tommy. <laughs> yeah, see, I like Tommy. I like JBM as an actor, but it doesn't always have to be him. Yeah, because if you because if you recall the one of the episodes of him in PR, uh, Zach was uh, given the Dragon Shield in one of the episodes. Yeah, but he he never used the dagger though either. He just had I mean, shield, and that was American exclusive, by the way. Yeah, because so the only way that I could think of where Zach could actually use the dragon sword is if though he says if he comes, if he's like on a archaeological dig, or if he's just you know desert angel grove, and and he just he hears hears his team, the Rangers that just came out. And he could feel the disturbance in the morphing grid because he's still connected somehow. Well, yeah, considering the fact goes, that when they morph, they do the flip and they go linked to the grid. Which, mm-hmm. mind you, I think is probably one of the cooler morphing sequences in all franchise history. That morphing sequence that they do is absolutely baller. Like, it's got to be my favorite one that's ever been done. <laughs> Especially the first, what was it, episode two, where Zato is teaching them how to morph, and they keep screwing it up, 
and then at the end of the episode when they go to fight the monster and they go link to the morphing grid and they do the or link to the grid or whatever it is they say they do the the, the twist and Zeta uh-huh. goes smooth and it's like okay thing totally off base totally out of character but it it just it fits like <laughs> Yeah, and then uh, another original ranger that I would like to see return, even though, sadly, she's no longer with us anymore, that'd be Trini. Yeah, unfortunately, I'll never, that'll never happen. Because it, you would have a major outcry from fans that would say that would be disrespect to recast her. And I'll be honest, I'd probably be in that camp. Me too. See, the only way that I could think of they could, you know, somehow, you know, bring her back would be a hologram of some sort or CGI. And even then, I feel like that would be disrespectful. Yeah, she'd be up there singing, what the hell? And uh, then she'd be like, don't make me summon the saber-toothed tiger. I mean, if you wanted to bring Kimberly back, sure. But or even Tanya Trini is I I feel like Trini's one that you just you don't touch. Yeah, she's like, like one of those. I feel like um, Red Ninja Storm. You don't touch him either. Green or not green? Uh, White Mystic Force. You don't touch her either. I feel like the ones that are gone, you just you don't touch. Like when. Beast Morphers went and used Zed in that cameo spot when they did the the um, past videos when they were mm-hmm. trying to figure out who they wanted to bring back. I felt that was really super disrespectful to Robert Axelrod. Granted, yeah, I the thing there is was no disrespect that was meant on that, but I feel like that was a, that was disrespectful. Especially considering the fact that they didn't use his voice. Yeah, no, the voice was completely different. Mm-hmm. It was like more higher pitch, not. It was like. like I, I feel like they had, they had good intentions, but it played off really bad. Yeah, because my so. opinion. Then when they then when they chose Goldar Maximus his voice at least sounded similar I was like what the hell did Goldar go and go to the freaking machine shop and get shined up or something but but then well hell even Jason the thing, you know, you recognized him as the original Goldar he goes oh we yeah, took Goldar we'll do it again like he didn't recognize him as the original Goldar. Uh, he, 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 he do the the form of Goldar, but then he was like, "You, you ain't no Goldar." They should just brought back the original Goldar, not some yeah, amped up just, heavy metal just, version. Yeah, just beefed them up. Like with power and not with looks. And then at least let him go at least maybe two episodes, not one. No, I thought it would have been decent if they would have turned him into the main villain. They would have brought back the original villains and be like, oh yeah, by the way, um, Evox isn't your bad guy. It's this guy. (laughs) Okay. So one of our former generals is now a badass. I like it. (laughs) Yeah, it's like Evox revives Goldar. Goldar destroys Evox. And then he takes over the whole entire place. It's like the perfect mutiny. Yep. It would have been. It would have been. It would be like when Lord Zed returned... Granted, I did like how it tied into our there. When he first 
that that reveal. Granted, mm-hmm. I kind of called that reveal like five episodes prior to it happening. Let me. I called that reveal when Doctor K first showed up. When she showed up, it's like, okay, so we're dealing with the virus. Doctor K showed up. Mm-hmm. I mean it. It just makes sense as vengeance. This has to be vengeance. Yeah, if you think about the fact that we see the RPM yeah. morpher. It's like as soon as I saw the RPM morpher, I think it was in the same episode. As soon as I saw it, I was like, "Oh, we're dealing with vengeance." Just on a yeah, different timeline, different day, different everything. Yeah, because you, you think about it, the vengeance was one of the generals of the evil machine empire who was technically shadow work from Beetleborgs. But, but then, uh, but then Vengex came back in RPM, and then next thing you know, he came back to some new entity called Evox. Yep. Well, like, can uh, I continue to the trash button? <laughs> there isn't much to be said for Green and Black yet on Dino Fury, but they got me intrigued. I like the dynamic. Like my cousin said, it doesn't make sense the fact that Blue and Pink went and had issues and had to be trained like very quickly. And then Green and Black are like, oh yeah, we just, we know. Like, <laughs> but hey, it's Power Rangers got to be spontaneity. So, yeah, because in all Ranger groups, you always have that one or two that just click like that, and then you have one or two that are just that need that extra training, you know. Because if you think about it, in MMPR, Billy was, you know, he didn't have, you know, any fighting training or anything like that. Granted, he was taking one of Jason's karate classes, but. He needed more training. Kimberly, she wasn't that much of a fighter. She's only a gymnast. Yep. And the only three, though, on that group, though, that knew how to fight were basically Jason, Trini, and Zach. Yep. So, I mean, it it goes back to, it harkens back to all the way to the beginning. But it's a little when you look at it from that perspective where two of them struggled, two of them are just going to town. It's a little eh, suspect, but it's too early to pass judgment on green and black yet. You can't really like rank them as Rangers yet. They've only been in the show as Rangers for what? Five minutes, legitly five minutes worth of Ranger time. It's like that. So, it's like they just had a cup of coffee. Yeah. The, let's see what they do in the next uh, next few episodes, and we'll see what happens. Uh, yeah, I think they're going to be... Oh. Go ahead. Are we having Mondo issues yet? Can you hear me? Yeah, you're cutting it there we out. Go. There we go. We have Mondo issues again. <laughs> damn it, King Mondo. Get your damn sprockets fixed and have Clank check your electrodes. Well, uh, unless you have something else to add. Me... <laughs> unless you have something uh, else to add to the, about the episode four, I mean, we're going to start wrapping up here. My computer's about to die because I stupidly forgot to plug the damn thing in. So. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm here to hit the hay myself. Yeah, uh, it's probably my next uh, task is to uh, go to bed as well. So being that it is 1230 at night on my end. Yeah, it's 1130 on my end. So. But right, yeah, uh... next week we cover semifinals. Uh, see if we get an upset. See if maybe we get two upsets. Right now it's looking like one for sure. It looks like Black Force 
it's going to wipe Dino Thunder to the curb. Unless Dino Thunder comes and yep. just pulls a fast one. So, you know, how Tommy likes to pull shit oh, out of his ass. Yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> or the bracket. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, I was, I'm going to predict right now that Dino Thunder gets taken out this round. The other one, uh, I'm not sure so about. Too. Right now, it looks like In Space is going to win, but I know Lost Galaxy has a sleeper community underneath it. If that sleeper community comes out and votes, In Space could be wiped out, too. So we might have a double uh, upset going into the finals. But yeah, um, I agree with those 110%. We will definitely get you back on. Um, if not next week, well, I'll be honest, you probably won't get Sounds back good to on me. before the tournament's over with because with the way the schedule's going to lay out next week and then with the Easter holiday the week after. So the next two weeks we're going to be doing this on Monday instead of Sunday. <clears throat> so. Alright. But... On that note, we're going to call this an episode. And thank you for uh, being on, Cody. Definitely appreciate it. And yeah, no uh, for those that for those that did power watch, protect you. <laughs> for those that did watch live, thank you. Uh, we'd like to get more people to watch live, so please, please share and let people know that we do do this live. If we can get people to watch this live and to interact with us, then we will always do this live. This will become one of our live uh, shows on the channel. Because I have no issues talking Power Rangers with the fans. Uh, that's what this is here for. This is what I want to do. So, uh, with that, uh, for all of us here at Hotel Nerd, I would like to say goodnight. And as Cody said, May the power protect you. May the power protect you all. <laughs>